the Dhamma that is the heart of the teachings of the Buddha and that the Panchawagya, the five ascetics, had listened to, is that whatever is the nature to arise, all those things are of the nature to cease. This was the day of Asalaha Puranami, the full moon day of the eighth lunar month. Venerable Anyakodanya saw the Dhamma for the first time, and Wapa Mahanama Badia Asajitera saw the Dhamma afterwards. When the five of them had seen the Dhamma, they asked for ordination from the Sasada, the Buddha. When they had become bhikkhu monks, the Buddha gave another sermon, the Anatta Lakana Sutta. Anatta is not having self, not self. Because the five ascetics had seen the Dhamma and had full samadhi, concentration as well. And so the Buddha asked them in stages about rupa, form, vedana, feelings, sanya, perceptions, sankhara, mental formations, whether being of merit or demerit, and vijnana, sense consciousness. Vijnana here is not the vijnana as in a soul or the spirit of a dead person. It is the six types of sense consciousness that arises. When the eye sees forms, the ear hears sounds, the nose smells odours, the tongue tastes flavours, the body has tactile sensations, and the mind objects experienced by the mind. Then, vijnana, sense consciousness, arises. The mind attaches to this sense consciousness as being a self and a me. But those who have refined wisdom, they will see that it is a phenomena that arises from causes and conditions. And when the causes and conditions cease, then the phenomena ceases. Like the experience of seeing a form that is beautiful or not beautiful, If we close our eyes, then the experience of seeing is not there. Or if we turn our head in another direction, we don't see that form anymore. If we see it, then we have liking or disliking arise. It is a process that brings up attachment and clinging, being all self and me. Hearing, smelling, tasting, bodily sensations are the same. The thoughts and ideas that arise in the mind. This is called Dhamma added to Aramana. It is the mind objects that arise with the mind. But the mind has the feeling that we experience it, that we are thinking now. This feeling of thinking, this experience of it, the basic experience, it is sense consciousness. But we need to have wisdom for our mind to know at another level that this experience is not me. It is very quick, and normally it is hard to see. We need to have a high level of samadhi. The five ascetics had trained their minds for a long time already. Their samadhi was full already. They answered the Samasambuddha, the perfectly self-awakened Buddha, that form, 
feelings, perceptions, mental formations, sense consciousness is not permanent. The Sammasambuddha asked further that if form, feelings, perceptions, mental formations, sense consciousness are not permanent, then is this happiness or suffering? The word suffering here means that it is unable to endure, it is not stable. The five ascetics answered, It is suffering, my lord. These five aggregates are not permanent. They change as normal, and they are dukkang. They are not stable or enduring. So, should you attach and cling to it as being me or mine? To attach to it is it being atta, a self. The five ascetics contemplated it, that what is not permanent like this, what does not endure and breaks apart, that we should not attach to it as being me and mine at all. So their minds separated out from the five khandas, the aggregates. The insight of wisdom arose, and they knew clearly and according to the truth, and attained to becoming an arahant. The mind was free. They saw it as simply seeing, simply hearing, simply smelling. They knew about flavours, tactile sensations and mind objects as not being a self. They attained to becoming arahata, fully enlightened, instantly. They were venerable arahant disciples of the Buddha. The Buddha would teach us Sabhe Sankara Anicca, Sabhe Sankara Dukkha, Sabhe Dhamma Anatta. Sabhe means all things, or the Sankara, conditioned phenomena, is Anicca, Anichang, impermanent. What is contained in Sankara? There is Rupa, materiality, and nama, mentality. Rupa is that which humans build, or the material objects, or it is that which arises from nature. The body, which the mind is supported by, are the four great elements. This is rupa, the body of which the mind still has ignorance towards and takes it as a self. Being born, it is us. Growing up, it is us. Pain and sickness, it is us. Dying, it is us as well. This is the process of self. Sabhe Sankara Dukkha, Dukkhang. It is that materiality and mentality are not permanent, but the mind sees it as permanent always. It sees it as happiness. Oh, this heap is so much happiness. Sometimes Venerable Ajahn Chah would say it in a way to bring up wisdom. Eh, look at the cow, cow. He said the cow is beautiful. I thought, what is he talking about saying cow, cow? This word, cow. I wasn't smart. I didn't know what it was. I only knew it according to the conventional language that it was called teeth. But when I heard the word cow, 
Then I had to ask my monk friends, what is cow? Oh, it's a teeth. It's a teeth in our mouth. This is a cow, cow. Then I understood. He said, be really careful of it. We like them a lot. We look in the mirror and they are white. The teeth are shiny, beautiful and lined up nicely. He said to be very careful of it. It may torture you. Because Ajahn Chah had been tortured by it before. He had a problem with his teeth. So he pulled out his teeth. To pull out each tooth one by one, he would have to trouble himself travelling often. So he said, pull them all out. The dentist wouldn't dare to pull them all out. Don't worry, dentist. I will take the consequences. I will take responsibility for it. So what was the dentist to do? Ajahn Chah was ordering it. So the dentist had to do it. He pulled out all the teeth in Ajahn Chah's mouth. Oh, for 15 days, he couldn't eat anything. He had to eat sticky rice in big heaps because he had no teeth to chew it. It took time to make false teeth, and it was so painful, torturous, a lot of suffering. He warned us to be very careful. It's like we're leaning on a rotten stump. He warned us because he passed through it. He had experience and he had wisdom about it. The Buddha said that Sabhe Sankara Dukkha Dukkhang it can't endure. Right now, here in the present, we feel at ease. We are not yet in pain or sick. This is because it decays just bit by bit. But when it decays a lot, then it gets to the nerves. The message is sent to the brain and we feel pain. Then it is torture. We believe that in our life, we will be able to have happiness. We have no house and we get one house. We have no car and we get one or two cars. We have nothing and we can gain some through our mindfulness and wisdom. But that which we don't want, we will get as well. And it is waiting for us as well. If those who are deluded and heedless, then they won't be able to prepare and equip themselves. If they can prepare and equip themselves, then it will be lighter. They will have the strength to fight against it, having the mindfulness and wisdom to be able to fight against the pain that one must receive in the future. But however it is, the children who are still strong should learn, study and gain an education. They should be diligent to read and so they can support themselves. They can't depend on others all the time. Being born, then one has to struggle, to study, learn, do work, and to succeed in life on the exterior. And we have to learn about the inner world at the same time. That suffering will arise in front of us, over there. We can't be heedless, because sapphe sankara a dukkha dukkhang, and sapphe dhamma anatati both materiality and mentality, are not self. We can think about it as much as we want, 
but we won't be able to think that it is not us. We see it as a me and a mine. There is them and me. It is thick and firm. That which is thick and firm we call sakaya. It means firm. The ditti views that are firmly rooted. The sotapanna stream entera, there's not much to it. They just change their thoughts and views. They change the thoughts and views that what is self is not self. How to change it? Just accept it. It is really not permanent. It is really suffering. This body really cannot endure. And we have seen it. There are our relatives who have died. Many parents have died. The siblings who have died are many. Here we have to contemplate. See the impermanence of conditioned phenomena. See its decay. That it is suffering. It is not self. It is anatta. See rupa, form. Form is what? Form is emptiness. The form that is really existing is because of the gathering of all its constituents, of all the elements. And so if there is separation of its constituents, then will it still exist? Like water. Where does water come from? It is hydrogen and oxygen coming together. Then it can be water. And we understand this. There is no water in reality, but it is coming from a combination of its constituents. And is oxygen and hydrogen really there? What if we separate that out as well? Then there is nothing. They are natural elements. The whole of our body is a constitution of elements. When it is separated out, it is the earth element, water element, fire element, air element, like we have heard of often. We have to try to mentally separate the elements, separate the khandas, aggregates, separate the ayatana, sense bases, like this, and see it as not-self. It is a path that we will gain freedom from suffering. Then we see form as empty. Emptiness is form. And what is vedana, feeling, equal to? Feeling is equal to emptiness. So feeling is not really there. It is emptiness. Form, feelings, perceptions, mental formations, sense consciousness are all emptiness. It is all empty. When it is empty, then all things are empty. So when we have feelings of greed arise, who is the one who is greedy? When anger arises, delusion arises. Who is it that is greedy, angry, deluded? There is none. The thoughts, ideas, conceptions that arise come from delusion. It arises and ceases. If there is knowing arising, it arises and ceases. When the mind attaches as a self and a me, then it leads the mind to liking and disliking to cycling around birth and death. But however it is, we need to build Barami, our spiritual virtues first, and have goodness growing by levels. From a body that is human, to having a mind that is human, and then developing it higher to be a Dewa, a divine being. 
then we will be born between a human and a dewa. When we do goodness, then we are a dewa. The mind is joyous and full. May we look after our mind and train it. Then ultimately we will gain weariness and have dispassion arise and we will see and know the Dhamma. Because we see that all conditioned phenomena is impermanent, unsatisfactory and not self. If our Bharami is truly full, then it will be like the five ascetics and then we will attain to the Dhamma. But in the beginning, we have to build and accumulate our Bharami, make our Bharami to be full. Whenever our Bharami is full, then we see at that time, we know at that time, we attain at that time. May you grow in blessings.